Welcome goblins and ghouls to the center of weirdness on the Weird Network. From the weird state of New Jersey, I am Matt, and it is the spooky season. And besides watching some scary movies, I would like to talk about some scary stories. Well, that was the original plan, and I was going to share an old episode that Greg and I did, but it was geared towards more of the wintertime, Christmas time. So I was like, all right, let's rethink this, because I know that's what I said on the last episode. That's what I was going to do for this episode, but I'm going to do two episodes I'm going to drop this one, kind of talk about some of the stuff that I've been reading, share a story, and then share something from a video, the very first video that I did for YouTube on the Nightmare 365 YouTube channel. But before we get started, make sure to subscribe to that YouTube channel, Nightmare 365, hit the bell for notification, follow along to all the weirdness that me and Greg do from hometown haunts in our home state of New Jersey to eerie destinations outside of the state as well as scary story society which is just reading some scary stories both from the fictional and the real world and the halloweeniacs we did with the guys from jack-o'-lantern press mike and tom piccarella so make sure to check out those three channels on youtube if you haven't already and if you have thank you very much and make sure to visit our shop shopnightmare365.com for the latest gear Anyway, that was a, like a mouthful, but I do want to sh- do this podcast for the spooky season, share kind of a cool story about Halloween, and on the 30th, I think I'm going to launch this one. On the 30th, I want to share an old episode, Case File 45, that's what we used to call them, like all of our shows, instead of calling it Podcast 2, Podcast whatever, this is Podcast 123, I think that we have done since we first started. We called them like case files. So this would be case file 123. And I, it came from Erie, Indiana, watching that show. It's one of my favorite shows growing up, even though it was only on for a year. I think a total of 19 episodes. But anyway, I we called them case files. So I'm going to share ghost stories. And then it's Ghost of Gettysburg with Mark Nesbitt from case file 45 that we did. So I'm going to share it as an old episode when it originally aired and when did it originally air? I think it originally aired when we in 2017, I believe. I gotta double check. I just looked and I had it in my notes, but then I deleted it for some reason. It wasn't very smart. But yeah, it was case file 45, Ghost of Gettysburg that we did with Mark Nesbitt. It's it's so crazy that we did so many of these. It's actually only from from 2019, February uh 10th 2019 so not that long ago but a decent amount of time that seems like it should have been a lot longer ago in terms of when we filmed it but now now i don't feel so bad but anyway we're going to be releasing that on october 30th which i think is a very cool episode and i'm kind of upset that i never really went back and released all the old episodes pretty much one through 72 then there was a couple bonus episodes that we did like we did weirds a couple other things that i never released before and then when we started doing the podcast when we switched over to spotify because that's like the cool thing to do now i guess since it was free and we weren't paying for it anymore pretty much from 73 the podcast all the way up until now podcast case file 123 so i'm not gonna bore you let's jump right into this Welcome to Nightmare 365. This is the center of weirdness for the entire planet. There's tons of unsolved mysteries out there. Witches still exist. What about monsters? Do you believe in ghosts? Bigfoot is not out there. 
Bigfoot is definitely out there. UFOs are real. UFOs might be real. Do you believe in conspiracies? I consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I want to believe in all these case files. Trust no one. The government lies to you. We're just two brothers exploring the unexplained, mysterious, and spookiness that lives among us. It's all spookiness in here. Anyway, I want to start off by, did you ever hear of a place called Castle Halloween Museum? It's located in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and I had an opportunity to go there years ago, and it was my very first video for YouTube that I posted, and it was from April 20th, 2016. It was kind of when I first started Nightmare 365 by myself, and I was like, I've always heard about this place. I always loved Halloween. And when I took a trip to Gettysburg, I was like, I got to take a trip here because I think it was like an hour and 15 past Gettysburg. So I was like, all right, we're staying in Gettysburg for the weekend. Let's head out to the Castle Halloween Museum. And I thought it was a really awesome experience. And the woman who started this all, I think it started in, I believe, West Virginia, and then they moved to Altoona, Pennsylvania. And Pamela Russell is the, the name, the woman who I know we always talk about on the Halloweeniacs and our show, Leslie Bannatine. Like she was kind of my inspiration. I love reading her books, all of her books, and following along to like what she does. But Pamela Russell, she's, I guess you could say like the ultimate collector of vintage Halloween goodies, you know, just nostalgic kind of thing. And I'll be honest, if you watch this, if you go back into our YouTube videos, it's, let's see what section that I put it under. It's, um, I originally had it under eerie destinations. Oh yeah. I have it under eerie destinations. So if you go under eerie destinations on our playlist for the nightmare 365 YouTube channel, and you go to Inside the Castle Halloween Museum. I think it's an awesome video. Well, in terms of just being able to see it, if you don't have the chance to go out there to the vintage Halloween heaven. And I'll be honest, this video is awful. I had no clue what I was doing with video. I had no clue, like, slow down, dude. Like, it, it makes me nauseous watching this video. But you get a good glimpse of what it's like inside. And I'm watching it right now. And yeah, it's it's an awful video. Terrible. And I wish I... Um, I don't know a way to, I guess, slow down the video. Just because there's so much to look at. And I was just... I thought I was doing a good job of just like showing everything. But there's so many moments where I just... It's so fast and I'm moving so fast. Anyway, I want to share a clip from there which I shoot, it, the video is pretty much just me shooting like B-roll and me walking around, not talking, but me later on sitting down with Pamela and talking to her and getting her kind of experience or her thoughts of like how she started and this whole museum. So just enjoy this, not so much an interview, but just what Pamela has to say in terms of the Halloween Castle Museum. So if you could just tell us just a little bit about the Castle Halloween Museum, kind of, I know you gave us a little overview of, you know, we took a tour already, 
but just kind of some of the pieces and some of the how you got into this. Well, the art and the folk art, I think, as well as the vintage are, are but the art and the folk art are our emphasis here at the museum. Uh, we don't do haunted house or blood and gore or anything like that. This is um, uh, this is an art museum. Uh, this is a museum that people can go back into their youth, or go forward into their youth. Um, we start with the Salem witch trials. We go into the Druids. We go into all aspects of what is related to Halloween, the origins, the motifs, the things that are interactive, uh, and the histories, um, and the history of the pieces and the artists that we work, that we use. Um, it's decorative, it's eye candy, yes, but it's also a social history tour. Uh, we uh, like to emphasize the positive rather than the garbage negative stuff that we get so much of around Halloween. And, and we get so tired of the same old, same old that people go on about, you know, you know, garbage cans that rip people's throats out and stuff. I mean, garbage, I mean, it's, it's boring. You know, and I don't think scary is having somebody screaming in your ear. Uh, it's painful, but it's not scary. If I wanted that type of stuff, I'd go working in the ER. Um, to me, scary is Lights Out, Arch Obler, you know, some of those old uh, uh, movies like Vincent Price, who is, to me, the god of the, of, of the gothic and, and, and the, um, um, the horror movies and stuff like that. I mean, it's what your mind does. It's not seeing blood and gore. That's, you know, it's just not the same thing. Um, so we really like that. And we love the Gothic. Uh, the Gothic has given so much to architecture and art over the centuries, and it's just marvelous. Uh, and, um, and I think a lot of it that's being done, the contemporary stuff, uh, and when I can say temporary, I talk about anything from the 50s on up as being contemporary. Uh, so... Uh, uh, I find that, you know, it's a case of going back and um, reusing some of those old images and not only reusing them, but making them your own. And that's the difference between a great folk artist like Jack Rhodes or uh, Linda Wolfe or uh, Debbie Thieva, who have made things their own, uh, as opposed to, you know, a lot of the the insipid junk that you see in the stores and stuff like that. I've written a lot of books on this. I've been writing articles for so many years. Uh, I was the laughing stock of the antique world for years. That's how I got the, the, the name the Halloween Queen and finally tr got a registered trademark for it uh, because it was a joke for us, I was concerned. T times have changed in the last 45 years. Trust me, they have. Um, we, we want to not only educate, but we want people to really enjoy it. So whether most of our, the people who come for the tour uh, are older. Um, when I say older, they're older than teenage. Uh, but we have a lot of people who will bring younger kids. Uh, and we want to know that the five-year-old is just as happy as the 60-year-old and everybody in between. There's got to be something for the nostalgia of each of those people. And I learned that years ago when uh, one kid looked at, and he must have been all six years old, and he said, oh, my God, I remember one of those when I was a little kid. I'm thinking, you were a little kid? <laughs> okay. But that was his nostalgia. 
his nostalgia is not mine. Uh, or or the, the nostalgia of a 30-year-old or a 60-year-old or an 80-year-old. It's all different for everybody and where they came from, where their country was. Uh, we've had people from different countries and stuff like that. Uh, and they, everybody who comes in looks for something different or likes something different. Some people might be you know, really into like the green man. Some people are like into the skeletons or into the gothic. Some people are into the magic. Some people are into the spiritualism. Some people are, in, in, so there's something for everybody. Uh, and we, we try to uh, find the best of things and what we can afford, you know. And we've been very fortunate for the last 45 years. Um, that's what we always got for gifts. Uh, and people have always been very generous, you know, knowing what we love to leave this as a legacy. Uh, because it's totally unique. There's never been anything like it, uh, and probably never will be. You know, um, we we are in contact with a lot of the artists, uh, and many of the ones that we were in contact years ago have passed away. John Marino. I mean, there's so many of them that have passed away, who have done wonderful art, uh, but they're gone. And once they're gone, they're gone. Uh, we've incorporated a lot of the Southern folk art pottery in because it's, you know, it's the images of the ugly faces and the, and the devil faces and the, the scary faces, which are akin to the, the, the costumes and the masks, uh, which are to hide and to, to be mufti. Uh, so uh, we, 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 we t tend to um, be open about most things. Uh, the one thing we will not you know, tolerate is, is, the, is the ugliness, the nastiness, because that's not what a museum's about. Oh, that's good. I, I, you know, enjoyed it, and you have a lot of different collection. I, how long did it really take to collect all this? I've been collecting. Well, let's see. We've been married forty-five years. I was collecting way before that because I started with the Salem Witch Trials and all of the books. I mean, my books aren't even here. My library isn't even here yet. Most of it. Uh, and I have thousands of books on the spiritualism and the paranormal. Uh, and um, so, you know, the Salem Witch Trials. And I've got a lot of early volumes as well as contemporary stuff. And then, of course, many that have been written by, you know, uh, friends and, and, and people that I knew. Uh, and um, so I, I'm very cognizant that we need to do a lot of research. We need to do a lot of... There's so much misinformation and disinformation and garbage that's been written uh, about this that uh, I, I find it very uh, upsetting. Um, so I, I really like to you know, get into this type of thing and uh, have it available. We have a lot of people who come for not just photography or research and stuff. They'll spend, you know, by the day rather than, you know, you know, just taking a tour. They'll come and they'll spend time doing a day thing so that they can set up their photographs and stuff like that. And I think that's really great because you're seeing the, the real images. You're seeing the positive images, but you're seeing how Halloween was and should be and can be and the interactiveness uh, between the harvest uh, and the religions and the, um, the everyday toil of human beings and how it progresses and morphs over the over generations. Yeah, this is some place that you could definitely come here and learn about. So I appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time and showing us around and, and even just sitting down and talking to us. My pleasure.
Yeah, that was really just unique just listening to it. I haven't listened to it since I first uploaded it on YouTube seven years ago and just listening to her talk. And and it was one of those things where I just didn't want to interview her and ask her a bunch of questions because she's been interviewed so much. And it was one of those things where I just said, I just wanted to listen to her and just listen to how she interprets the house, the Halloween castle and or the castle Halloween museum. And I was reading a lot of people's cause I, w- I was really curious too, cause I haven't been there in seven years and I was curious to see if it was still open and people were still putting comments in, in August uh, of this year. So it seems like it's still open. I was trying to find some other things. This was from trip advisory or TripAdvisor.com. And, and people had just some great things to say. It was like, I was astonished by the vast collections of Halloween decoration. Love this place. Our tour guide was so informative, enjoyable. I can't wait to come back. And that was from, it's just a bunch of numbers. That for that person, Keith, a hidden gem of Halloween, a great place. My wife and I have been lovers of Halloween and history. We made the three-hour trip just to see this little gem, and it did not disappoint. And again, that was from, a you know, this couple years ago and then another one just this lady is an antique dealer and has written so many books which she has she's she's collected so much over the years and I just yeah just listening to that again and just being there and watching the video as she was talking it really is a cool place and it makes you wonder over the years of just collecting all this stuff from blow molds to you know, costumes and, and when, when I was there, I have to say it wasn't, I guess I was expecting a little bit more organization and to have rooms dedicated displays, almost like a real museum. Cause when you hear the word museum and I know she just moved in there when we went, but like just have displays of like, all right, this is from, you know, like the boogie books from 1923, or this is from the Ben Cooper mask and things like that. So I was expecting a little bit more of that, but it was just kind of stuff all over the place. And I couldn't imagine categorizing that and just knowing what you have and writing it down and the date you found it or the date you got it, the date it was, you know, made. So I definitely recommend if you haven't been to this place and you're close to Pennsylvania taking the trip if you are a true Halloweeniac and a Halloween lover like us. And if you can't go there, again, I'll warn you, the video is pretty crappy, but I definitely check out the video because you get a some semblance of what it was like on my visit and just how cool it is to be meeting people. Because when you meet people, there's so many different takes on Halloween and how they celebrate and what they view the holiday as. And you could listen to Pamela and she, you know, she states it. She doesn't like the haunted attractions, but there's so many people that are just dedicated to the haunted attractions. I mean, just look at the amount of websites, the amount of haunts that are out there. She's not into that, but there's, there's so many different things about the holiday that I think people can get into, whether it's trick-or-treating, whether it's playing some games, reading scary stories, watching scary movies, going to haunted attractions, collecting these, you know, like I'm part of the Facebook group of the Blow Molds for, I mean, they do much more than just Halloween, but 
I found so many cool ones over the years and now they're becoming a thing again with the blow molds. So like there's, there's little aspects and little groups of people, you know, there's pumpkin carvers. I mean, the list goes on and on. And, and I'm sure if, if you are a Halloweeniac and, and a lover of Halloween, you know, so it's one of those things where I think it's so cool to meet different people and getting their perspectives. And, and that's what I enjoy about it. Just listening to people and listening to kind of their stories and how they got into it. And it, it's cool. Some of it's not cool, but it, it's all really unique. And I'll just leave it at that. So make sure to check out that video if you haven't. Again, it's, it's really crappy, but I think you'll enjoy it. The last story I want to share with you is actually an old weekday weird my brother and I did. We talked about haunted houses. Would you buy a haunted house? Uh, I thought it was a really good conversation and uh, I'm just going to leave it at that and let you enjoy this one. This was an old weekday weird that got lost in the shuffle from when we switched over. So enjoy this one. What's going on all you mystery seekers? Welcome back to another weekday weird. I'm Matt. I'm Greg. And you're not Tom Piccarella? No, not today. Not today. I mean, oh, we didn't even set up the board for today's episode. We did not. Uh, bummer. So we can't even uh, play around with that. Uh, that uh, was fantastic. Yeah. So today we're talking about an article that we found online. Would you hire a home exorcist? You know they have a show now on the Travel Channel that's Sell Your Haunted House? Now, really? Yeah. It's on the Travel Channel. Like it's like it's You know, like they have all those like reality shows about... You know, Property Brothers, Love Hometown Horror, Hometown Horror, everything. Did you check that out? No. All right. But they trying to sell your haunted house and so, they're trying to capitalize. Like, so, oh, this is in the room where somebody died <laughs> trying to sell the house. Do they prove like it's really haunted? Or I don't, do they just they just give you it's the haunted? They just give you the backstory of oh like why gosh. they think it's haunted. And they're the realtors trying to sell the house. I would love to be on that show to see if like what really happens behind like the scenes so we found this article and we did it partly for our patreon fans patreon patrons and then we just said let's just do it because it says in the article 61 percent of americans would not buy a home that th they thought was haunted 61 percent? i don't know about that yeah who are and, they polling well the sur survey was done by isoldmyhouse.com and they asked 5,000 americans about the supernatural beliefs and would they buy a haunted house so like 3,500 people wouldn't so that's, Roughly. A, that's, that's a good amount that would still actually buy a haunted house. Would you buy a haunted house? Hell yeah. Why not? I don't know about that. What do you mean you don't know about that? I don't know. Would you jump in the blue hole? I, I would, yes. Yeah. I, I would have to go back when it's raining so the water's like well, sloshing around. Well, not too far from the studio, there was a house for sale. I remember, I don't know if you remember, it was on, what was it? The main road out here where it said, this house is not haunted. On the for sale sign? No, I didn't. That was last year, I think it was. Was that Harmony? No, it was Cherry Tree. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, it was like right on the corner of Harmony in there. 
So it did say it. It said, you know, this oh, house yeah, is hot yeah, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. They were, well, because I think they were just trying to generate of course. business. Yeah. And the study goes on to further say that Americans 55% admit to believing in ghosts and spirits. Yep. And then it says 36% reported a paranormal experience. See, here, here's the problem with that. All right. What's the problem? 61% said they wouldn't buy a haunted house. Yes. How come only 55% only believe that there is ghosts? You would have to ask all five thousands so, that were you know, exactly took so sixty one of those percent of the people think they're ghosts. So more the more majority of people I think out there believe in ghosts. They just don't want to admit it. Yeah, because it's it's still like taboo, even though there is a million and one like haunted house you know shows on the Travel Channel, Discovery Channel. They all capitalize on it. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, there's a bunch of different numbers that it goes into, and it says, like, oh, you know, we polled this amount of people. This is what they said, blah, blah, from Kansas, Massachusetts. Let's see. I don't even think we're on the list. No, we're not. I think, what was it say for PA? A merchant and a wine importer was killed by the British Army general in 1744, and the house is still haunted with bloodstains. You would buy that house? Yeah, why not? It's from the 1740s. It has some good history, probably dating back to the Revolutionary War. The Stone House in uh, Washington, D.C. I remember seeing that. Like on, on some of those tours and stuff like that. Oh, the one It's like the oldest structure in Washington, D.C. Yeah, on the list here, it's number four. The Stone House in Washington is the oldest structure, blah, blah, blah. Original foundation. Visitors have reported of being choked I mean, by look a at, ghoul named George. Look at the White House. That's haunted. Yeah, but all right. Would you say because mom always told me about an experience you never told me personally until like we started doing the show, but about like an experience you had. Which one? The one with grandma? Well, yeah, that one, and then also in this very room. Yeah. So, is that a thing where this house is haunted? So I think I was just little. So like I think I just you were more, more susceptible. Yeah, open-minded and susceptible to that. Yeah, like, I mean, what was the house? Amityville. Like, hard, like, yeah. I remember that when that was on, you know, up for sale. I don't know if anybody bought that recently. I think they did. I mean, that was a couple of years ago. I don't know. Like, that's supposedly really haunted. Why don't they go in there? And then also the movie, The Conjuring, the movie, like, that house that it's based on. Sure. Somebody bought it and now is doing, like, paranormal investigations at. So Didn't they make it a bed and breakfast or something yeah, like something that? Yeah, something like that now. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, do you believe, like, if you were polled, what would you say for this poll? Like if they are, all right, here's question. If it's a sweet you, ass house, I would buy it. So if they're like, all right, do you believe in ghosts or spirits? Yeah. All right, so you'd be one of the 55% that do admit that. What about 36% have you had a paranormal experience? I don't know if you consider that paranormal. When I was little, I would well, assume it is so. ghostly. Yeah, so I would assume so, yes. And then, yeah, 61% would not buy a home if they thought it was haunted. You can get a good price then. Yeah, like, is that in, like, the disclosure agreement? You sit there I think and it say... Would, it would have to be. Did you look at yours? <laughs> I don't think it, it ever said it was haunted. Oh, it's haunted. I haven't experienced anything. We've been in there almost a year. We'll, we'll see. And yeah, maybe in the well, new you, studio. In the new construction, you know. The new construction for the studio. It's going to mess things up. It messes, it messes up the spirits. I don't know. I thought this was kind of cool to share around. It is the Halloween season. And uh, if so you're going to set up your house for a haunted house? Yeah, we still have... You still owe me a piece of plywood. Uh, two of them. Two pieces of plywood. Oh, yeah, because we were going to make the Jason and, and the Michael, Michael Myers. Myers yes. I still want to make those cutouts for the front lawn. We could do it. All right. And maybe we could put that on like our Patreon or YouTube. Us building Michael Myers. This should be good. Yeah, people don't know. If, like, if you ever saw Halloween 6, the cutout that it was only made of cardboard, I believe, in the movie. 
but the cutout of Michael Myers where it said he's coming. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's put on the Strode's house. Should make it LL Cool J or Dr. Loomis like peeking out of the bushes. Dude, that'd be pretty cool. Lonnie. I would do the uh, Loomis if get we can get some good artists to, uh, to paint it for us. That would be cool. Because I don't think they have a Loomis mask out there. No. All right. Yeah, after listening to that, it is, it is funny just to listen to some of the old episodes that we did. And that was from the old studio when it was at a different location, not in my basement, not in the Nightmare 365 studios that you see now on our YouTube channel. So that was one of the reasons we kind of switched over. Anyway, that was a fun conversation. And two years later, Greg still owes me that plywood, those two pieces of plywood, because I still do want to make that Michael Myers. I say that every single year and then Halloween rolls around and I have no time because I'm visiting haunts, doing scary stories, doing shows like this and just trying to make the most of every Halloween season. So I'm going to really have to try to do it this winter when there's downtime and we're not doing too much. So I think that's my goal. It's been a long time coming and I did buy the plywood a long time ago and Greg used it for his gym in his garage. So anyway, I'm going to hold him to that. And that was a fun episode. I don't know. What did you think of tonight's episode? Let me know in the comments, anywhere that you're listening to the show, whether it's Spotify, social media, places like that. I, I definitely want to hear about it. And do you like these kind of segments where we're sharing some old weekday weirds podcast case files as we call them some of the old videos even though that video is out on our youtube channel and you can watch it it's from seven years ago castle halloween which i still think it's an amazing place and i would love to revisit that place if it's still open and from all accounts that i found online it is so enjoy the halloween season we're going to be sharing on the 30th or the 31st case file 45 with Mark Nesbitt, the ghost of Gettysburg. So it'll be kind of like a bonus start and end of the Halloween season, start of the November kind of Thanksgiving run. And because we usually do Wednesdays over for the weird. So I'll be posting it as much as, as many Wednesdays as I can after the Halloween season. Usually gave it a break about like one to two weeks. So the next one we'll be posting is that old episode that we did from 2019 with Mark Nesbitt, Ghost of Gettysburg. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. It helps out more than you know. And subscribe and hit the bell for notifications on our YouTube pages. Like I said, Scary Story Society, Nightmare 365, and Halloweeniacs. And also check out our shop for the latest gear. And then ask about our postcard club. And until then, we'll see you in the pumpkin patch and stay spooky.